When I hear those TV or radio ads promising specific results to people who owe the IRS money, it makes me cringe. One of the most pervasive advertising schemes you'll hear repeated over and over again is about only having to pay pennies on the dollar to the IRS. This rubs me the wrong way. Why? Because it simply does not exist. If you've heard this program referenced and have been curious about it, well, I'm going to set the record straight right now. I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Welcome to another episode of Tax Problem Solved, where we will uncover once again the truth about pennies on the dollar. So I have tackled the same topic over and over again, but it is worth repeating because new tax debtors are asking about this program weekly. Just They just are because they're hearing people say, oh, just go ahead and get the pennies on the dollar. This is not something that you can just go ahead and get. What is the pennies on the dollar referring to in the first place? It's an old IRS offer in compromise program reference. Okay. So basically this program is going to allow a taxpayer who owes a tax bill to pay the IRS an amount that is less than what they owe in order to just wipe out the entire debt. Okay. Now here's the problem. It's the advertisers. In some of the advertising, you'll hear companies talk about settling for 20% or 10% or, or just saying less than what is owed. Many of the companies will build these websites and they'll have this little interactive calculator where you can type in how much you owe. And then it'll spit out, oh, you may only have to pay X, okay? Unfortunately, these ads and online calculators are pure fiction. Several years ago, the IRS identified the phrase pennies on the dollar as a form of deceptive advertising. So you're going to say, well, Deltrice, why are people still able to advertise? Why, why is that message still out there? Well, the IRS only has jurisdiction over licensed practitioners. So you'll never see an advertising from a licensed professional. And I'm talking about enrolled agents, attorneys, or CPAs. You will not ever see one of those deceptive ads out there saying pennies on the dollar from any of us because the IRS has already said this is a violation of the code that we have to, that we are governed by. However, since the IRS doesn't have jurisdiction over many of the marketing companies advertising these pennies on the dollar services, it comes under the jurisdiction of the Federal Trade Commission. They're supposed to look out for them. Unfortunately, given the volume of other issues that the FTC has to deal with, like identity theft and con artist scams. 
they are stretched thin and they don't really have the resources to chase down these fraudsters. Matter of fact, the FTC hasn't taken significant action against these penny on the dollar scammers in nearly a decade. So when you are on the internet and these websites pop up, if you have see a Facebook ad, a TV commercial, radio ad, wherever you are on social media, think about this. There's absolutely no provision in the tax code that will allow you to offer a percentage of your tax debt as a payment. It never existed. That's not how it works. That's never how it works. That's not how it works. So here is the reality of it all. The amount of your offer and compromise settlement, if you even qualify, is calculated using a very strict formula. And it's not a secret. It is available. You can go on the IRS's website, go to uh, publication 656B and just start filling out the worksheet to see if you are qualified. There's a formula. And based on that formula, if you have equity in assets exceeding the amount of tax debt, then you probably don't qualify. For most individuals, the common thing holding up their offer and compromise eligibility is going to be the amount of equity that you have in your home. Okay. Now, there are other things like rental properties, equity in collection of classic cars and stamps and coins and guns and all those things. Those could disqualify you from offering compromise as well. But most of the times, just having equity in your home is going to disqualify you for the offer and compromise program. In the same breath, if you are a high income earner, it's highly unlikely you'll qualify for the offer and compromise program. That's why when people come to me and say, oh, I'm unemployed or, oh, I was downsized. I'm, I'm only working part time or whatever. I'm like, wonderful. I'm sure it doesn't feel wonderful to their pocketbooks or their lifestyle that they're accustomed to. But if they're trying to qualify for an offer in compromise, then that's the best time to do it. That's the best time when you don't have as much money, when you don't own a home. But if you are a high income earner, you're not really going to qualify for the offer and compromise program. The reason is the IRS only allows certain amounts of money every month as an eligible expense for your house, your car, your food. Okay. So if your lifestyle exceeds what the IRS allows you in eligible expenses, the IRS doesn't care. They'll only allow you to claim the limits they set. And I've talked about this time and time again, and it just bears repeating until it sticks. 
The IRS doesn't care about your gym membership. The IRS doesn't care about your maid service. They don't care. They care that you have ample food, shelter, a place, a a vehicle to get around in, and it doesn't have to be a car. Some people don't have cars, but public transportation, whatever. But they are only concerned with, do you have a roof over your head? Do you have a way to be transported from point A to point B, not vacations, but point A to point B, that's a necessity. And do you have food? Okay. And how many people do you provide that food, transportation and shelter for? That's, that's it. It's nothing, it's nothing else. Oh, they do care about your health. I forgot about that. So they want to make sure that you're getting all of your medicines, you have your health insurance, things like that. But basic stuff, y'all, that's it. So any monthly income you have over the IRS defined limits gets multiplied by either a 12 month or 24 month period, depending on how long you plan to pay off this offer and compromise if you qualify. So let me give you an example. If you have $3,000 a month left over after the IRS's allowable eligible expenses are taken into consideration and you intend to pay the IRS within five months of them accepting this offer and compromise, then you're going to multiply that $3,000 by 12, which is $36,000. If you owe the IRS less than $36,000, then you do not qualify for an offer and compromise. Let that sink in. You may be saying to yourself right now, yeah, the IRS feels that I have $3,000 left over a month or whatever the number is, but you really don't. So when you have a situation like that, you may qualify for what's called a lifestyle adjustment. What does that look like? So you could take about a 12 month period of time and start to reduce your living expenses to come into line with the IRS expense limits. Now, how does that really work? You're going to have to start selling off stuff. You might have a luxury home. You might have some toys like some nice vehicles, a truck, an RV, a boat, um, an SUV, things like that, that you may have to start selling off. If you do, just keep in mind a good tax professional, licensed, experienced tax professional will be able to assist you with structuring those sales so that both you and the IRS can get something out of the deal. So guys, I'm saying all of this to tell you, beware of anybody that is promising you that your tax debt can be settled for some fixed percentage of what your total tax debt is. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Anybody trying to sell you on that idea, run, just run away and you should go seek professional assistance elsewhere. 
If somebody can tell you over the phone or not can, if they do tell you over the phone immediately, oh, this is what you qualify for. They don't know. They haven't pulled your transcripts. They haven't gotten any of your financial paperwork from you. They don't know that offhand. They don't know what the IRS has on you. They don't know what you have on the IRS, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. And yes, you may have some things on the IRS because you may not have filed all of your tax returns. You may not have given the IRS all of the information. You could be due a refund because you didn't report all of your income. I had a client this week that said to me, oh, I haven't reported a lot of my expenses for the past few years because I hadn't paid off my credit card bill. And he actually thought that in order for him to write off his expense, he had to have paid it off on his credit card. That's not how it works. So now the IRS owes him, but the IRS doesn't know that yet. But there again, when you sit down with a licensed tax professional, not just any licensed tax professional. So let me go back. When you sit down with a licensed tax resolution professional, then all of those things could be hammered out. Okay. We'd be more than happy to take a look at your situation and identify whether you're eligible for the offering compromise program. If you're not, no big deal. Then we can help you with other resolution programs that you may be eligible for. There are lots of times where there are other programs that are better than the offering compromise program. You just have to know whether you qualify or not. So if you're ready to put your tax debt behind you, we'd be happy to help with that. Reach out to us at www.callthetaxpro.com. That's www.callthetaxpro.com. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Tax Problem Solved. I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Till next time, bye y'all.